What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Monday, mung beans. What are you here for today? Wow. What are mung beans? I don't know. What are they? You never heard that audio? No. Oh. Mung beans. No. <laughs> Damn stupid, it. It's a TikTok thing. <laughs> We're on different sides of TikTok. <laughs> um, what am I grateful for today? Um, you know what? I'm grateful for my Frank again. I know I've said it before, but he's just so damn cute. And he's just he's just cute. I'm just That's grateful for, for the health of my Frankie. Yeah. Cute. I'm and grateful. What, about, what? What about you, Alyssa Rose? Uh, my body. Oh, nice. Nice, right? Yeah. Uh, yesterday, Zane and I went to Splish Splash, and I woke up, and of course, for the first time since December, I started bleeding. Oh, wah, wah, on the morning wow. of a water park. Yay. Wow. Yay. It's <laughs> like, fuck. But, um, I mean, it's fine. You put in a tampon, you can go in the water. Yeah, Life yeah. goes on. Um, but... Yeah, so it was just shitty timing. But I'm like, you know what? Of course, not bleeding for when I was on the devil shot was so nice. What girl wouldn't want that? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I did feel like my body wasn't doing what it should be doing. It should be doing, right? right. Like I'm I not shedding my uterus lining like I should be in my body. Like I don't like holding my body back from doing that shit. So I'm grateful that now I feel like at least my body is shedding her she's lining. She's doing what she needs to be doing. <laughs> and I'm grateful for her. Is it, it isn't like anatomy like it, 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 just, it just amazes me right it's weird it, it is it i've just, always said that if if babies weren't like born out of the vagina obviously like you can see section and shit but if that wasn't like a thing that would sound like such a weird foreign concept you have said that before like yeah. you can create a human and it comes out of your vagina like that sounds weird but it, it should happens. be delivered from a stalk from up above <laughs> like, it would make more sense if it was more like, like the natural way was to do a c-section like it's wild that the body can make a human come out of the vagina like it's such a weird thing but it's so normal because yes. it just is what the body does it is. But it is a weird thing it's if it wasn't a thing. Crazy, right? Yeah. Crazy. Yes. Okay, well, good. I'm glad yeah. that your body is now, yeah. you know, doing yeah. as it should be doing and that you're yeah. feeling good about it, even though it sucks to... Yeah. But, you know. It's just a thing. More now, I have to get back in my habit and routine. Yeah. Like, this morning, I was like, oh, fuck, I have to go put it in a tampon. Yeah. You know, like I forget. You have to remember to buy them now. I, remember too. To buy. I have yeah. a whole bunch left, thankfully, <laughs> so I'm good for a while. But or I'm not I'm not a fan of when you go to the bathroom and then you come out and it's like a little too low now because when you wiped it, like you pulled it out a little uh, and then you're like, fuck, I should have changed my tampon because mm -hmm. it's so uncomfortable when it's like slightly. Oh, yeah. When it's too low. You're like, you're like trying to like push it up and you like just can't. Yeah, just fucking change it. <laughs> Especially right now with my nails. I was like trying. This is so fucking TMI. <laughs> I get why, why lesbians have the two short nails. It just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying with the toilet paper <laughs> to like get it up there, and I just I was like, "Ow, I just can't." <laughs> so then I was you just walk around uncomfortable all day. That's fucking funny, Alyssa. But yeah, you're funny. I, thanks. So yeah, I just have to get back in the habit now. I was gonna say something else too. I forgot. But yeah, yay! Period. Yay! It's fun. 
So that's what I'm grateful for. Okay. Yep. But Splash Watch was so fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was so much fun. I felt like a little kid. Had a good time. Yeah. Aww. I had fun watching the little kids, like little, like the age of like five or six, when they walk around and they just like can't contain their excitement and like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cutest fucking it's thing like, ever to be that age right yeah, or, yeah, or just so to, to look back and be like damn i remember uh-huh. those days you yeah. know we went on um a newer ride that they have called bombs away and you stand on a clear platform and then it goes it just three, opens two one and it fucking drops you <gasps> it was so fun but it was so scary and right before this is so funny you would love this actually so there was a kid, he was probably like maybe 12 and he goes, he goes to get in the thing and then like it closes around you and then it starts to close and he's like, um, actually I don't think I want to do this. And the guy uh, who was operating the ride, he was like, hold on, hold on one, one second. And he just did, and it. He did it. Oh, you wow. <laughs> and he came by, he was like a younger kid, like our age. I was like, that's fucked up. He's like, it's my favorite part of my job. <laughs> Meanwhile, the 12-year-old probably came back up and was like, I want to do that again. Exactly. <laughs> like, I was like, that's mean. But on the other hand, I'm sure the kid went to the bottom of it and was like, oh, uh, that was that not was easy. Bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. let me go do it again. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. The only thing I that we messed up is we didn't get like the H2Go pass. Because we were like, oh, it's a Wednesday. You know, it's not going to be super busy. And even we heard one of the workers was like, oh, last Wednesday, Wednesday, it was like no one was here. And this Wednesday is so busy. Oh, so you waited a while. We waited a while on most of them wasn't horrible, like 30 minutes. And then once the day got busier, we waited on one for like an hour and a half. I was so pissed the whole time on the line. Now Zane and I have a joke because one of their newer rides is called like bootleggers run. And it's pretty cool because it feels like a roller coaster. There's like a thing under you that like pushes your float. So you're like going like dips and stuff. It was really fun. But we waited an hour and a half for it. But um. At the entrance, it says H2Go goers go there. And then it says all other bootleggers here. <laughs> so now we have a joke. We're like, I'm not a bootlegger. <laughs> but and I'm like, wow, I feel were. like such a bootlegger. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, oh, we could have been on so many other rides, but it's fine. Wow. We still had so much fun. I cannot imagine ever waiting online that long for a ride. It's bullshit, right? I was so mad at myself because at that point, it was like, literally like 4 30 the park closed at like six so i was like there's literally no point now the whole day really wasn't bad like 30 minutes goes like that mm-hmm. but an hour and a half and by the time we realized the line was so long i was like it's too far gone and i wanted to go on that one because it was like their cool new ride right, right 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 so i was like let's just go on it we can skip on all the other ones mm-hmm. that we wanted to go on we got on most of them but yeah it was way too fucking long i was i'm, I'm an impatient person too to begin with so yeah and it's funny because when they started coming out with like these fast passes or the whatever yeah. you're calling it hto h2o it's like i used to go like oh my god they'll do anything for extra money you know and like not even realizing how big it is but i would never like i don't ever remember waiting as a kid although listen i've been to great adventure twice in my life once when i was about 10 and then once i took zane when he was about two and um you take Zane to Great Adventure at two? Yeah. Oh, like it was like, like a kitty rides? It was like a family thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, of course, then it was just me and Zane by ourselves in the kitty park while everybody else was doing the big roller coasters. I think we met in the parking lot for lunch. Right, <laughs> right, right. But um, 
but yeah, I would never imagine have waited for that long. And maybe I did when I was 10, you know, but I yeah. don't remember that. And I wouldn't have had the patience for it now. Like oh. I would spend that extra money. It's so worth it. To to be able to actually go on rides. Because then you're not getting your money's worth, right? Like think about how many rides can you get on. Right. So you'd rather spend a little extra and actually get, get on, on all the rides. rides. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember going to Great Adventure when I was little too. Little, but like whatever. I could still go on the roller coasters, but waiting like two hours for a ride, I was like, I'm never doing this again. This is horrible. And how long does a fucking ride last? Two minutes. Like not even. Wow. So it's like it's not. It's never. It would never be worth it. How 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 good the fucking <laughs> ride is. It will never be worth it. It's like instead of going every year or every two years, go every third year. Save up that extra money for that pass. Yes. you know whatever it may. Whatever quality over need. quantity. Exactly. Or quantity exactly. over quality. Qua- if you want to get a more rides, technically it's um, quantity. I guess. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but even like the water rides, since they're so short, like you want to keep going on them, and then you have to like wait in between it like ruins the momentum of the day yeah like no the thanks fun, you know you know what you can keep your adventure parks with to yourselves okay yeah <laughs> so next time i definitely would do that and right when we got in we saw like like a it was like a trip of i don't know kids from something because school's out i don't know and then we saw like a lot of people walking in i was like fuck babe we maybe we should go buy the pass right now and then we looked on our phone and it said they were all five minute waits so we're like oh we're fine but it was like 30 minutes after the park opened. And then it got worse and worse and worse and As worse. As the day progressed. And yeah. then it was like, well, it's not worth it now because, yeah. yeah I and I think it, it was like the only nice day this week. Like all the other ones said cloud or like chance of rain. So I think a lot of people probably ran in that day. Gotcha. Unfortunately. But well, we listen, you had fun. So yes. at the end of the day, that's what it's about. Yes. You know? Yes. Making memories. Fun. fun. Yeah. It was a blast. Well, I got my daughter's piccolo. You did such a great experience. I'm going Good. to. Oh, yeah, she any... just texted me. That's weird. Huh? She just texted me. Oh, she... really? Well, three minutes ago. So I guess it's not that weird. Um, We're going out to dinner tonight. I'm taking her on a date. That's so sweet. Yeah. But uh, I'm so glad you got it. Yeah, we had went there. You know, it was the only one that we could find. I did have one other option, but it was not to rent. It was to buy, and it, whatever. So we went there. The guy was super nice, and it winded up hit her B flat was just flat. So he's like, "Come tomorrow, you know, I'll have my guy come." So we were actually at Tanger, walking around Tanger, and she finally got shoes too. And guess what kind of shoes she wound up with? Adidas. I thought so they hurt her feet. They did, but this one didn't this hurt good, her well, feet. Well, yeah, they're all different model, models. Yeah, but for the- <laughs> that was such a mom thing to say. <laughs> Styles. Models. Yeah, actually, when we were the day before, when we were out looking, she she had one. It was like a cloud, some shit, and uh, that one didn't hurt her foot, but it was like an older, and it was like a little too much room up in the toe bed, mm. you know, and then or whatever the toe box, whatever that thing is called. <laughs> we're, we're momming today. Yeah, to- totally. Um, so I find that I, I found that ironic, but we went to the outlet stores to go to nike because that seemed where she was having the best thing nike was having a sale Alyssa, like you can go first of all roshis remember roshis were so popular mm. 29 dollars for fucking oh, roshis they had every color in the rainbow every size oh wow um but they had such great sales like 29 39 49 dollars for like nice like current 
kind of like nice styles, nice yeah. styled shoes. They also had 30% on their clearance wall, an additional 30% on their clearance. When I tell you people were walking out with like bags, like stacks, like this oh. one, this one guy I held the door open for him. He must've had 10 pairs of sneakers He's in his go hand. Sell him on eBay. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I mean, yeah, they all were, you could tell mm-hmm. they were buying one style, but every size, yeah. of, every size of one style. Yeah. I was like, wow. Um, but yeah, and I literally was going up and down the aisle, taking every shoe. I would tell her, like, try two different ones at the same time. Whatever one you like better, to leave that one on. Try another the process one. Of elimination. Process of elimination. We're going to find you a fucking shoe. And yeah. at the end of the thing, she was like, the only one she liked was a 270, which she already has, which are fucking $170 sneakers. Mm. She's like, I already have these. They're not the best, but I know I can use them. So, um... Then it was like, all right, let's go. They closed the Asics store. That's why I was like, oh, we should go to Asics oh, now no. just for you to try. Yeah. And I'm like, where the fuck is it? Where the fuck is it? It was gone. Mm-hmm. So then we just went into like Famous Footwear. We, we were going everywhere. Mm-hmm. We went into Famous Footwear. There was a family. Uh, it was a husband, wife, and their two kids. I would say the kids were probably about seven and five. They spent $900 cash money. On fucking sneakers. They had boxes galore. They bought two backpacks, two water bottles, Mm -hmm. two lunch boxes, and then a shit ton of fucking sneakers for these kids. I'm like, damn, those are going to be the best damn fucking foot-dressed kids in their (laughs) grade. But I was like, damn, but they're young. Your feet grow so quick. I would never, ever, ever spend that much money on sneakers for kids that are that young. Their feet grow too quick. You know, they have growth spurts like twice a year, you know, Mm -hmm. like what the hell? Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm not judging them. I was just like, wow, that's a lot of fucking money. Um, But yeah, so she found her sneakers, super excited. We were standing there and I'm like, did you ever hear from the music guy? And as her fucking phone rings and it was the music guy, Ah! I was like, no way. Okay, we're leaving right now. So um, we went there and the guy was like, okay, here, go try it out. Super nice guy. Like, it's just such a great atmosphere. So we go into the little, the little private little closet room where, you know, padded so she could play. And she's like, ma, it's better, but it's not great. And I was like, all right, so go tell him the tech was still there. So she goes out. Then another guy comes to our door. And I, I guess he was the owner. And he was like, I just found another pick for you. And he said, I'm just going to have my tech look it over as well. And then you could play the both of them and decide on which one you want. And uh, she goes, she finally, she's like, Ma, they both now sound really good. I don't know which one I want, blah, 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 blah. She's like, maybe I should go ask that the owner. We think Mm -hmm. he's the owner. Mm -hmm. Let's go ask him his opinion. So he looks at both models and he goes, just based on the model, I would say this one. He goes, but I'm going to turn around and I want you to play them for me. Mm -hmm. So he turns around. Aaliyah's doing scales. He's like, put a couple trills thrill trills in there do a couple trills so she's doing the trills and then she picks up the other one he's like oh definitely this one and it was the opposite one of what the he one said. he thought oh, funny. and he goes i have a question where do you live so she's like oh we mm. live over there and mm. he goes what a shame he goes because i would love you to give lessons i would hire you to give lessons Aww. and i was like oh that's so sweet and i was like well technically she's leaving next week to yeah. go to uh, connecticut then that's really far but i was like damn that that's would have cute. been good for her so yeah. she's like maybe in the summer when I come yeah. home you know like I'll keep that connection because sh- we're renting it so she has to go return it anyway 100% and she's like maybe I'll keep that because that would be a cute job you know yeah. so but Definitely. it was just really cute very very nice people we got so much accomplished yesterday that 
You're chilling. We came home. I guess it was about 4.45-ish. I'm sitting on the couch because they, we, we wanted to make sure we ordered her bedding, right? And we're sitting on the couch. I have my laptop. I'm like, okay, Aaliyah, this one. Bitch is passed out. She fell asleep. Within two seconds. I'm like, Aaliyah, are you sleeping? No, no, Ma. I'm, I'm awake, right? But she was leaning on my shoulder, so all of a sudden it would just get heavy. I'm like, Aaliyah. So she's like, Ma, I just need to take... I, I'm not sleeping. I'm fine. And she's like, Ma, I just need like a nap. And I'm like, Aaliyah, you've been napping. She's like, yeah, but you keep yelling Aaliyah every two minutes. She's like, I'm interrupted. So she's like, I just need 15 minutes. And I'm like, okay, go ahead. Take your 15 minutes. So now I'm looking... And because the bedding she originally wanted wouldn't have got here on time. See, procrastination, guys. Ah, my daughter's Why terrible are you not like Amazoning that. The sheets? No, it was Amazon, and they weren't going to get here by next week. No, it was it was it was uh, between the nineteenth and the twenty first. Oh, yeah, got to toggle that prime on. So, yeah, exactly. I'm like of all the ones she picked. Yeah. Um. So I just kept looking, and then your father texts me. He's like, "Are you home?" Because I want to come pick up the table and the chairs for from whatever and i'm like yeah okay let me start moving them out there so then i'm like Aaliyah, you've been sleeping 18 minutes time to get up she's like i'm just so tired i'm like you i'm i'm what triple your damn age double double i'm more than double your age i'm tired yeah but you couldn't even fall asleep if you tried no, I couldn't, but get <laughs> up. You're a child. Get, I mean, she's technically an adult. Get, get your ass up and help. So, I mean, she did with no problem, obviously. But uh, it was just funny because I'm like, why are you tired? You know, why are you tired? I said, you know what's tired? My credit card's tired. That's what's tired right now. <laughs> ah, but yeah, so we got so much i think we're there's a couple of more things but i think we're done nice i want to get her a hutch for a desk because the desk is just like a desk like it has nothing like no where do you put shit um and a and a and a water container and i don't know there was one more big thing i think i think there was like three kind of bigger things and then mm-hmm. but i mean we even went to the dollar tree she bought herself like a comb and like nail clipper and a nail file like making sure she had everything she yeah. bought herself like a little her fucking toothpick shits floss a hairbrush so she doesn't move your hairbrush <laughs> it's just gone <laughs> i would i would drive to to, <laughs> and, to take it back. and just kick her butt and take it back yeah absolutely <laughs> I did it this morning. I'm in the bathroom trying to brush my damn hair. And I just look at her with, with the other shitty brush. I'm like, my brush. And she's like, <laughs> just put my brush back. I've heard it so many times. Oh, I have one brush. This one it's brush. It's like your favorite brush. It is. It's from when I went to beauty school. I was 17, 16, 17 years old. I've had that brush. It's just a round fucking brush that yeah. I use for my bangs. For bangs That's all yeah. I use. If, well, also flyaways. It's really yeah. good for getting all the flyaways. It's not there. Uh-huh. No, I get stuck using the dollar store fucking bristle brushes to try to do my bangs. And then I wonder why they look like shiitake. So did you get, did we get her a round brush? Um, she could buy herself a damn brown, round brush. But oh. no, she didn't. I don't think she did. Oh, Wait, then I got to tell you guys one. a funny story. It's okay. gross, but it's... No, it's not gross. It's funny. Right? So Amani this morning goes, Hey, Ma. Come here. I want to show you something, right? So I'm like, okay. So I walk down the hall, the hallway. He's in the hallway closet. He just got out of the shower. He has his towel wrapped around him. And he goes, 
Uh, look, 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 do you see this? And he shows me a tube. And it says antifungal cream. Right? It's like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck he uses it for, but it's an antifungal cream. I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, I just put it on my toothbrush. Oh, I've done that with vagina cream. I did. <laughs> I swear to God. I was like, why does this sound familiar? Now I know. Yes. I remember. We spoke about it on the podcast, yes. too. And he was like, Ma, he goes, I was so distracted. I was watching. Yeah. He was watching uh, a video yeah. on, on his fucking phone. Yeah. And he goes, and I literally, as I'm putting it in my mouth, I'm like, why is this white? So he didn't put it in his mouth. Oh, I God. did. Oh, he did. Mine was in my mouth. And I said, oh. why don't I taste mint? <laughs> I tasted nothing. It tasted like nothing. Like, it didn't even taste like chemicals or anything, which is good, I guess, because you don't want to chemicals put that on your vagina. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was like, why don't I taste mint? And then I looked down, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I know, he was like, Ma, this is... It's this, the same shape. He has one of those, um, like electric or same yeah yeah he has like a good toothbrush yeah he was like what am i supposed to do i said money you rinse it off he's yeah. like i did i'm like just run it under hot water you're not gonna die taste like i said you're not gonna die so he reads the back of the label <laughs> do not swallow <laughs> i was like Amani, you're not gonna swallow it you're good to go yeah, yeah, i just yeah. thought it was funny because i'm like hysterical. how fucking distracted are you that and he was like it's only because it wasn't blue that it caught my attention like why is this white <laughs> Yeah, and I didn't even realize it until I put it in my mouth. Oh, my God. It's fucking funny. Yeah. I think it was just out on the counter. That's how I did it. It was just there, yeah. Or I was, yeah, my mind was somewhere else. And, I, you know, when when you just do shit, you ever be driving and you're like, how did I even get here? Yes. All the time. Crazy, right? So you just like, when you're in your routine, you're just like, oh, da-da-da-da. Yeah, and then you're like, wait, fuck. (laughs) Stupid shit you do in a rush. I know, and I'm literally like, why would he have his antifungal cream next to his toothpaste in the drawer, same drawer, but whatever. No judgment. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to use vagina cream or antifungal cream as toothpaste, so. I've been there. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to say I'm not going to. I just don't plan on it. I don't plan on it. It definitely was a mistake. (laughs) And that's it, I guess. Fun. My husband touched something. We don't know what it is. He huh? swears it's poison ivy, but it's <gasps> not. Hasn't he gotten poison ivy before? He has. I that's why I'm that. surprised. Like he... multiple times, hasn't he? I think. T- I remember him getting it bad. Yeah, he had it really bad. I and it looked that. exactly, if you Google poison ivy rash, exactly it what it looked it. like. Like like the blisters. Like he looked horrible and it was everywhere. Oof. And this he has like in between his fingers uh-huh. he has like a rash and he has it all over his forehead Ooh. and i'm like ever you obviously touched something with your hand and yeah. you know must have wiped your sweat fixed your hat did yeah. whatever you had to do but it's bad oh. he's like i look like a monster and i'm Is like it itchy yeah it's driving him crazy but he called me yesterday at lunch he's like i just ran across the street to the pharmacy he goes i spent 13 dollars on a spray mm-hmm. for poison ivy he's yeah. like it's poison ivy i'm like it's not but whatever mm-hmm. so maybe I that'll help anyway if it's like yeah it's itchy. like an itch yeah yeah it helps other things yeah. but had, he can't spray it on his forehead he don't want it in his eyes you know so i'm like just spray it on your on hand hands, and just touch yeah. it you know and then wash but i have hands. hydrocortisone and i told him to put that on love that stuff I, yeah i don't know what he touched he's like maybe when i was pulling the weeds right i squeezed an animal and it peed on me Alyssa, I swear. And I'm like, you squeezed? Maybe, I don't remember. An animal, and it peed on you. I was like, okay, so then how is it on your forehead if it peed on your hand? I I, Listen. How would he not remember if he squeezed an animal? Well, listen, 
he's just my husband. I, I claim no <laughs> other ownership other than him being my husband. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. I don't, and he said so maybe it. Maybe I so accidentally squeezed, squeezed a squirrel in, or something and it peed on and then I'm like, maybe he means like a little bug, oh, you know, but right. the way he said animal, I'm thinking bunny, squirrel, I, uh, cat. Monk. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm also thinking like maybe he touched something that he's just allergic to, you know? Right. His boss is like, oh, it looks like maybe it's your laundry soap because it was it's across his forehead where his hat rests, you know? But you use the same shit? I use the same exact shit, never change, you know? And I'm like, it's on your fingers. Maybe, like, is he using any, like, lotions or anything? I have to ask him if he changed his uh, shower gel. Yep. Anything like that. Something that you put on your hands and on your head. Right. So I'm going to ask him that because when I went in my bathroom this morning, the shower door was a little open, and I did see a different color one. So maybe Mm. he tried that so maybe mm-hmm. that's what it is yeah and maybe yeah i don't know my poor guy though he feels like he's Aww. he's like I, I look like a monster oh just put a hat on i'm like you don't you're fine yeah then he took his hat off and he like direct you know and caught the sunlight and i'm like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you kind of do actually actually i see it now it's like bumpy and stuff but yeah That'll poor guy Aww. being so itchy is so oh you know yeah I did it to myself in my eye the other night. And he said the same thing you said. When you were talking about the eye, you were like, oh, we commented about how we never got, none of us got bit on the party. He said the same thing. He goes, I jinxed it because all I kept bragging about is how I didn't get bit on Aaliyah's party. So now he was suffering from the itchy. You got your freaking eye itching problem. Oh my God, I couldn't stop the other night. So annoying, right? And, and then it makes your sinuses and then it makes your head. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a vicious worst. cycle. Yeah, it's vicious a worst. cycle. <laughs> Any who's. Any who's you guys. Any who's you Um, We're going to do today's episode on, we've done this before, so I guess, this, is this part two, part three? I'll have to look back. Part two or part three, I think two, um, of shit that you went through, shit your parents did, whatever, stuff that you will or will not be bringing into your new generation of upbringings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So it might be a little deep. It might be a little heartfelt. We'll we'll see as we go through. But that's okay. You know how many times that Alyssa and I have opened this folder and we're like, mm, You're not, like not today. Not today, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, today's the day. <laughs> it's a it's gloomy okay. day. You know, it's okay. Well, if anything, like it'll, I think it can be inspiring. If you look at it that way. Yes. Like it can be, it can make people think a different way to be like, oh, actually, it's maybe not I so do bad. that or it's not so bad right. or I, maybe I shouldn't do that or whatever. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Oh, I've ahead. learned so much from these kind of episodes. Right. I mean, I learned so much, I think, every single time we sit down because I just go, oh, it's a different perspective. Guilty. Yeah. Right. You know, or like, well, maybe I do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, totally. doing this podcast has taught me many of things. So Same. Forever grateful. Okay, mommy issues, trauma episode. Hey, listen, Jerry, you asked for traumatic experiences that your parents or anyone who's given us those experiences. Well, here's one for you. Sorry if it's long. Let's start off that I do love my mother. However, I believe she unintentionally gave me this traumatic experience. And now as an almost 29-year-old woman, it has given absolute fear for me. 
When I was in sixth grade, I was 11 at the time, I lost my godmother due to stage four lung cancer, and that was my first funeral. She was cremated, so I didn't see a corpse. Nonetheless, that was my first experience with death of someone I loved so much. And then my godfather passed away in 2007. 2007, is that how you say that? 2007. 2007. (laughs) 2007. (laughs) Well, now we say 2023. We don't say 2023. That's why I guess 2020, 2021, 2022. 2007. I guess that's why I said that. That's so weird. I mean, I second guess myself as soon as it came out of my mouth. I guess you can say either way, technically. (laughs) All right. So my godfather passed away in 2007. Same cause. Stage four lung cancer. He was also cremated and we we believed he couldn't live without her. Now, it's my second funeral I've witnessed at such a young age. From there, I kept being that person who went with my mom to funerals. Why not my brother, my dad? Why me? It created the fear of dying. And where do people go after death? Instilled in my brain. I never went to funerals as a kid either. My parents didn't make me. Because I just couldn't. Death still freaks me out. Yeah. Oh, I went to. But I definitely would be traumatized if my mom made me go to funerals too. Yeah, I don't think I was ever made to go. Yeah, you just went. went But like as a little kid. But also we all went. It wasn't like my mom just made me go. Yeah. Or like, yeah, we all went. But I went to, unfortunately, I had a lot of death. But um, now on to the traumatic thing. Uh, My mother is Italian from Queens, New York. (laughs) Yo, what's up, Queens? Mm -hmm. Um, I shouldn't even have to continue. But my mom yells and when. When arguments happen, she yells, slams things, stomps around, depending on how bad the argument is. And it created me to yell. And I absolutely hated it. Mm -hmm. I hated being yelled at when my parents did argue. She was the one yelling. My dad never yelled once, uh, never yelled, only once in a blue moon. And that meant you really pissed him off. Same with my dad. (laughs) I was gonna. I don't think I've ever heard your dad yell. And I've heard him yell maybe two, three times in my whole life. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm guilty of yelling at past partners, and that's due to how I was raised. And I saw yelling as something you did. Well, thank goodness when I began began therapy when my dad was battling cancer, I started talking more and more about the issues my mom caused, and I learned not to yell anymore because yelling doesn't help. I've learned to use coping mechanisms and skills when even speaking to my mom. And if an argument began, I learned not to yell or just to wait for her to calm down and explain I'm going to step away so we can come back when you're calm, creating a boundary with her that I won't tolerate you yelling at me and I'm going to step away. Uh, Sorry for the long email. Thanks. But thanks to therapy. I'm still scared of dying. I don't like funerals, but I do my best. If I have to go to any, I no longer yell back. I stop. I don't react. And I step away again. I love my mom, but those are two things that were really hard. That were a really hard part of my life that I wish I didn't have to endure, but I know there's far, far worse. Okay. Love you. Bye. Oh, relatable. A lot of this is relatable. I hate yelling. My mom is, was i don't live with her anymore so i don't have to deal with it anymore but love you mom but she's a slammer and a stomper for sure oh my god i hated it i was like oh she's mad she would slam everything (laughs) you were a slammer too 
I was a slammer as a kid. As a kid. As a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't slam. Yeah. And actually, I don't yell anymore. I used to be a yeller, although I think I was yelling. Listen. I think you're more of a silent treatment now kind of gal. Yeah, because yeah. I just, because you really just shut down more. Slamming and yelling doesn't, doesn't. accomplish anything. Yeah, I don't let Zane yell. It only ever made me feel the release of the frustration. And right. that's what I think, like, I'm not at all trying to speak for your mom mm. or excuse no, her. No, I understand it. But I think that's why I did it. Yeah. I would be so frustrated because yeah. it would be something so stupid. Yes. I mean, you know, me and Zane went at it back and oh, forth yeah. and it was always over the stupidest little yeah. thing and I would just get frustrated. Yeah. And my go-to was to yell, but I don't yeah. I don't yell anymore. I Only at my doggies when they try to attack the right. next door na- neighbor's dog. Right, right, through the right. fence. <laughs> but I don't yell because there's no point. Yeah, I don't you know? I don't like it. Even if when Zane gets, which doesn't happen often, but if we're in like a bickerment or whatever, and he gets like a little rowdy, I'm like, all right, we're going to take a step back. Because I, then my mind just goes and I'm not listening They're to what he's actually attention. saying. Right. Yeah. And it's not because of my parents, but because of like other family things growing up where it was always just loud arguments. I can't tune it out. Yeah. I can't from when I was little. And as a, as the yeller, yeah. when people tune me out, it only infuriates exactly. me more. Like, so now I want to yell more. Yeah. So I don't it, like it. It definitely is a vicious cycle. You who wrote in, I get it because I was that. I mean, I wasn't horrible, but I definitely had my time of yelling. I also now, I think, like Liz said, I think I do the complete opposite a lot. I just get like, are you fucking kidding me? And I just shut it down, you know, Mm -hmm. which again, also isn't good. But I do tend to revisit it, you know, like ever and I will have situations where I'm like, is he kidding me? Like, why is he doing this right now? And I'll just have to leave it and then mm. go back later and say, hey, okay, you know, when you were doing X, Y, and Z, let's talk about it. Yeah. And this is, I just want you to understand this is why I feel this way. Mm-hmm. And I want to know why you feel that way. Yeah. And it's such like a easier way to handle things. Like mm-hmm. explain to me why that bothered you and mm-hmm. I'll explain to you why it bothered me. And mm-hmm. then let's work out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because everybody has a different way of dealing with things and something that you may find offensive maybe i don't and vice versa right. and you know it's like talking about things oh it's just so much better 100 percent. yeah i quite often take steps back because i also feel like i'm just a messy headed person so if it gets to the point where i'm like i don't even remember how this started or where we're at right now and it's getting to the point where it's very silly Take the step back. Yeah. Because then you get to the point where it brings in other other topics or things that were bothering you. And it's just like it wasn't that deep at first, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, take a step back and it doesn't need to get that rambunctious mm-hmm. at all. I agree. Because most of the time it's silly shit, let's be honest. And you who wrote in, I'm sorry about you losing your godmother and your godfather very close. Yeah. I apologize. That's horrible. Horrible. So, um, okay. So, now we've learned what she's not taking with her. And also how she deals with it now, which I think is super important. Okay. Excuse me. <sighs> Things I won't be taking for my parents. Hi, ladies. I love this idea for the podcast. Oh, thank you. Did we make this up? I think we did. <laughs> we did, right? I don't know. I think we did. My parents really fucked me over as a child slash teen on so many accounts. As an adult, they continue to just do that, and I'm unbelievably hurt and mentally struggling from it all to this day at 26 years old. Hearing other people having similar things happen makes me feel so not alone. I do not want to take anything from my parents. I only know what not to do. 
like abandon my kids, leave my kids with empty promises, gaslight them, treat them like an object, etc. I have no good things to take from them. Being a cycle breaker fucking sucks and it's unbelievably hard. Oh, I wish you wrote like more. A hundred percent though. Like I agree with her. Being the cycle breaker is oh, hard. It's hard. It, it, and it you'll is. get shit back from it and you'll get gaslit. Like you're the one doing something wrong, but it 100%, needs to be done. A hundred percent. But yes, you have to for you, for your own, for your sanity, for your kid's future. Yeah, you have to. I feel it like sucks. this in like this generation right now of like 25, 26, I feel like we're the generation breakers because we're, we're growing up in a way of like, like back in the day, it used to be like, respect your elders no matter what. Right. No matter what. Now I feel like our generation is like, no, if you're being toxic, we're going to call you out on it and we're going to not put up with that behavior. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like right now, my generation is those cycle breakers. And it's even harder because now mental health is more like prevalent, prevalent, prevalently, prevalently. Just more prevalent. Thank you. Uh, More talked about. Mm -hmm. Um, So especially dealing with anxiety, issues like that, and then having to be that person in Mm -hmm. the family is so fucking hard. But it needs to be done. Yeah. Like, we are the ones, guys. I think... (laughs) We need to do it. I think a lot of the things um, that today, like anxiousness or depression or, um, like, even autism, I, I mean... Everything, like all of it, when I was younger, do I think I had friends that had ADHD or autism or 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 they were anxious and they suffered from depression absolutely it was just never spoken about exactly now it's way it was more always sort about. of it was all, always sort of like shameful right like so nobody spoke of it yes so the fact that people are actually dealing with it now and stuff yes. like that is so great it's yeah. great for like obviously for the mental health of people yeah. but even like illnesses and stuff like that so much of it was like mm-hmm. frowned upon or even therapy now, that every, now, was people, so taboo. now people are like you're not in therapy why not yeah exactly it's so good it was for you very very taboo yes. all of these things were very taboo yes. so i think like that's a big thing i Difference. think um you know it was like i remember growing up not in my house my mother was a special kind but i remember sp- very specifically my aunt linda and my uncle ralphie their cur- their kids would be seen not heard and that was the environment that they were all raised in and that shit drove me crazy because why can't why can't a kid be heard you know it's like speak when you're spoken to and all of that and i just hate that i hated that mentality and that was a household that was constantly like like you said it was loud it was yelling it was and i always just felt so bad for these kids Mm -hmm. i mean they grew up to be okay and stuff like that but i just felt like such like a yuckiness about uh-huh. being surrounded by that, you know? 100%. So, yeah, yeah, you have to not be shameful for anything that you're going through because you're not the only one going through it. And I mm-hmm. think the younger generations, I think, is how it's getting, like you said, you're breaking you're breaking down yeah, certain I mean, things. I, I'm doing it. And people you, have to do it. Yeah. You have to be like, listen, I know everyone else has tolerated this behavior, but I won't. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I don't care if you don't like that because my, my reaction is a response to your actions. Yes, exactly. So don't make me feel bad about me standing up for myself mm-hmm. and gaslight me into feeling like I'm the bad guy. Yeah, if you didn't that. act the way you did, I wouldn't have to break a fucking cycle. It's, yeah. So don't make me feel bad. I agree. I, I agree. 
Well, I'm sorry for you and um break it. Exactly. Fucking Glad that it. you know that you have to break the cycle and, you know, change up. And hopefully we'll eventually get to a point in life in general where it's normal. Yeah. It's normal. It's accepted. You're not frowned upon. Like, hopefully it just becomes the new norm, you know? Yep. Okay. Uh, how, I, how I will be parenting different from my parents. Hello, beautiful ladies. I'm 26 years old, mom of, a, of three-year-old twins and a two-month-old. She's got her hands full. God bless you. All girls, too. Uh, there, there are many ways I'm parenting differently from my parents, such as avoiding addiction and being present in my kids' lives. My freshman year of high school, my parents divorced and my dad left. My mom struggled with addiction during this time and left me couch surfing and moving in with different family members until my junior year of high school. I had to grow up at a young age. At 16, I was working four part-time, four part-time jobs, going to school, living with my boyfriend who was 20. We were four years apart and we met at work and we're still together now. This man saved me during the hardest time of my life, but I will recognize the age difference is kinda out, out there. He's respectful, I promise. Anyway, because of this, I will be breaking the generational curse of addiction in my family. Funny, but not funny story. My grandmother shot herself in the leg because she was high and wanted Whataburger, but my grandpa wouldn't get her any. She's good now. Oh uh, another thing I will not be doing is making my kids fear me. Growing up, my dad would always say, if your kids do not fear you, fear you, you're not doing it right. What kind of bullshit is that? Sorry, this email is long, and I can go on and on, but I'll just leave it here. Love you, ladies. Bye. Wow. That's that generation of hard parenting. Like, If you don't don't fear your parents, I'm sorry. I was always... You should respect them. You don't need to fear them. Respect them. Listen. Yeah. But always a go-to. Like, listen, I knew when my mom meant shit. Trust me. I mean, right, she like, would just stand. You're like, she I'm was, a little scared. <laughs> she would stand in that doorway with her hands up on the door, and she would just raise an eyebrow, and I knew I was in trouble. But I didn't fear her. Yeah. I knew I had to get my shit done. But yeah. I had. she was my safe to go. She was my safe person. Like, I would go right. to my mom for anything and everything. And I think that's what a parent should be yeah. to a child. But you still took her seriously. Oh, hell yeah. I knew she wasn't messing around. Right. Like, that's where I fault. I mean, I own it all the time. You ever see my son's room? Forget. Yeah, you did <laughs> see my son's room. <laughs> yeah, I cleaned it every week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I my mom definitely had a good balance of like, I knew when she was fucking around when I had shit to do. You know, right. like I had to get my shit done. She made yeah. it known. Yeah. But she was also my go-to cuddle bunny, cuddle yeah, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's like a pretty good balance. Yeah, to like be, I'm you your know? friend, but I'm also still your mom. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. Love that. Break the cycle, baby. And I'm sorry about grandma shooting herself in what her damn leg. What the fuck, leg. grandma? <laughs> she just wanted water, she wanted water burger. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. Um, I think you skipped over one, so I'm just going to go back one. Really? I believe so. Unless you don't have it on your end. Things I don't want to bring to my family from my childhood. 
did you open it maybe I was on it. Oh, so it looked like red to me. It looked like me. it was open. Okay. Yeah, so I just went to the next one. Sorry. No, it's fine. Okay, things I don't want to bring to my family from my childhood. Hello, ladies. Hope you guys are having a great day. Some things I don't want to bring into my family when I get married. The constant fear of being yelled at over little stuff or being yelled at just because you're mad. My dad would yell at me when something was wrong. Uh, like if I had a problem and I asked for it to be fixed, he would just pitch a fit about it and throw stuff and storm off. I want to be able to come home and be at peace. Things that I will bring into my family is my loved ones are always coming before me. My mom would do for us kids and not do anything for herself. I want to make sure that my kids always get what they want, but they have to earn it like I did. My mom would have us do chores to earn money and teach us how to save and spend wisely. I want my family to be able to come to me when they need comfort or just talk to me or just talk like my mom has always said, I'm here for you no matter what. Since I've gotten older, I've been doing so much for my mom, and I will tell her, you've always done so much for me. It's my turn to help and do for you. That's all I can come up with for now. Bye for now. Very sweet. Yeah, it's the circle, right? They do for you, you do that, do for them. That's so sweet. Yeah. (gasps) I just do. Oh, sorry. Is the parenting style taking or leaving the next one? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Or didn't. I just fucked myself up. Oh, yes. Okay. Go. Parenting style, taking or leaving. Hi, Alyssa and Jerry. I just want to say I'm new to the podcast and I've already listened to two years of the podcast. Oh my God, thank you. Wow, that's a lot of us in your ear. (laughs) Uh, I listen to you guys when I'm in school and I want to escape from reality. I'm not new to watching Alyssa's YouTube. I've been watching it for four years now. Uh, now let's get into it. One thing I'm not taking is being a is not being a fashion. A, sorry, hold on. One thing I am not taking is not being affectionate towards my children. When my mother hugs me, it feels forced and awkward. It's weird. I don't like that. Uh, it's hard. She claims it's because I used to hate being touched when I was a child. Another thing I won't be taking with me is not believing, not believing in mental health issues. She claims she's the only one with anxiety and that I don't have that since I'm young. Typical Hispanic mother. When COVID started, I was a sophomore in high school and being on the computer gave me a lot of anxiety to the point where I would have a panic attack and start uncontrollably shaking behind the screen. Another is screaming uncontrollably and letting everyone out and letting everything out on your children. Your problem your problems are not our fault. We weren't asked to come into this world. Another is body image. Elias told me that before. I brought you into this world and I can take you out. You say that. Uh, no, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> My but mom now, used to say that But to even me. now, I'll say to Aaliyah, you know, I gave you life. She's like, so I that didn't ask. your fucking fault. I didn't ask yeah, for You it's made like, me. Shut up, Aaliyah. Okay. You brought me here. <laughs> uh, she said, another is screaming uncontrollably and letting everything out on your children. Your problem Your problems are not our fault. We weren't asked to come into this world. (laughs) Another is body image. As long as you're healthy and happy, why should it rather, why should it matter if you gain a few pounds throughout your teenage years or in general? One thing I will be taking is showing my children how to learn things. Earn. 
sorry, how to earn things. For example, when I would do good in school, my mother would give me something. It would be, it could be as small as a chocolate bar or as big as clothes or sneakers that I had wanted. It showed me that you need to earn rather than expect things without putting your effort and energy into the things you want. That's all. Thank you for reading my email. I hope it's not too much of a read. I'm excited to see Alyssa and Zane on their big day. Congratulations. I aspire to be like you guys with a house at an early age coming from a 19-year-old freshman in college. Love you guys. I've attached a picture of one of my projects since you guys enjoy pictures. (gasps) Sorry, I don't have a pet, but this will do. (laughs) It's boobies. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, boobies. (laughs) It was really pretty. That's gorgeous, yeah. Um, this was kind of like the email we just read, too. Did you uh, make your kids do chores or, you know, earn things and stuff? Like, how did you do that system? Um, Another thing that I sort of like failed allowance. at. No, you didn't do it. Uh, no, I mean, if I can be 100% straight honest with you, it was because I was always struggling financially, and it's like, how am I going to? I mean, I tried it, and then it would be like, oh, damn, I don't get paid or I don't have money and and it was like yeah yeah, so and not that that's an excuse because I definitely could have did it it was just hard because I felt I had to keep I had to keep up with the Joneses sort of thing so if their friends were getting $20 a week allowance I couldn't afford that but I should have just did it at my own pace whether it was two dollars or whether it was 50 cents or whatever it was right they can put in like their little piggy bank yeah I mean they all had piggy banks they all were told like taught like i definitely taught my kids like if they got like say birthday money Mm. not to spend it all to put some away or to like do you really need that right now you might want to save up or Mm -hmm. you know like sit on it you know because a lot of impulsive buying you know so it's like just sit on it make sure you want it like let it marinate a little bit Mm -hmm. and then if you still want it then sure you know but i i know i messed up in that too that's what i'm saying there's definitely things that i know as a parent i fucked up on but um excuses or just circumstances or a little bit of both um but yeah i did the best i could with what i did so did you have them have like um like chores and stuff yeah without an allowance okay like to teach them like the responsibility yeah, of yeah. Life. especially right. once they wanted animals you know they had yeah, to help take help. care of the animals yeah. you know of course they slack and i just pick up on it so i know i taught them that <laughs> mom will always <laughs> i'll do, always do if it. you want the tooth cherry will don't worry <laughs> um but that's what i'm saying and that's what i mean about like you're never too old to to learn and grow because yeah. those are things that I know I slacked on. Um, you just I'm, allowed them to not, instead of being like, nope, you have to do it. You have no choice. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sit here and make excuses, but the truth behind why I was always that way is because they were lacking in other ways. So without bashing anybody but with their father, you Mm. know, like he was never home. He was always at work. So my kids never had a bedtime because I always wanted them to have a relationship. So I always let them stay up later, you know, Mm. or if they would crave that stuff, like I would always sort of be lenient on them because I felt they had it so tough from the other part. Yeah. So So like, it's okay if you didn't make your bed or change the garbage. Right. Exactly. It'd be Mm. like, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Again, I should have made them do it anyway. Like hindsight, looking back, it's like, yeah. Because now you're like, have you seen Amani and Malia's room? (laughs) 
<laughs> just kidding. Geez. Just kidding. <laughs> Listen, Amani. No, I'm not, she's not kidding, guys. Amani <laughs> came home the other day and he was like, Mom, did you do laundry? And I said, actually, I didn't. I'm doing it in the morning. He's like, shit, I have no clothes. I said, Amani, have you seen the pile that's downstairs? It's this big. And he's like, yeah, I know. I really should go the, through the clothes on the floor. I cannot see my son's floor. And, and it's Do not- you think, though, that that growing up, like, would that have changed that much? Or would he just be who he is? I think it would be who he is. Right. He was always... Like, maybe it would have helped a little bit if you made him do his chores and keep tidy. Maybe it would have instilled something in him. Right. But also, you know how you always say, like, strict parents, you know, get... um. What's that? Create What's sneaky that? children. Sneaky children. I think like the more I would have forced it, the more he would have resented it. Mm. Like now. Yeah. Because now he's an adult and now he could do what he wants. Yeah, so it's a hard I, balance. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it wouldn't have. I don't know. You don't but know. Yeah. he never was a slob the way he's a slob until now because now he's an adult and now I don't care. I just shut his door. Yep. You know, yeah. when he was younger, I'd be like, Amani, you need to clean up your room. Like I would. Okay. Be the boss sort of thing. Yeah. Like, Amani, come on. You have to. Da, 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 da. Oh, and um, I don't stink. mind doing his laundry. I'm not going to go in because, you know, laundry and dishes and vacuuming are my thing. But I'm not going to go in your room and go look for your no. dirty clothes. If, if you throw it downstairs. Fine. Yes. Sure. Yeah. So the other day I was like, Amani, there's not even much down there. And he's like, I guess I should go clean my room. Huh? And I'm like, hmm, yeah, so? it, it would be nice. Yeah. And I go in there like. If I go and there's an Amazon package, I'll like open the door and just throw it <laughs> into the abyss. Where is it going to go? I don't know. But I think there's actually more Amazon packages and shit than there is clothes. Oh my it's God. just uh, there's just boxes everywhere all over his. I don't know. Really? He doesn't care. No. He has the little pathway from his door to his bed, <laughs> from his bed to his door. That's all he needs. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like he's such like a well upkept person. My like s- with his clothes, his hair, his his cologne. Like he always makes sure he smells good. He showers. Like he's a well, like hygienic person. Yes. My sister Anne said, like when she had come home, she's like, "Oh, Monty's in the bath." No, she's like, "Somebody's in the bath." And I was he like, "Yeah, like it's Monty." Yeah. And she goes, like she had mentioned the next morning, she's like, "That's so cute." She goes, "I walked past. He was doing like all his skincare. He yeah. had his little bag of all his yes. skincare stuff." Yeah. And she goes, "Wait, is he in the shower now?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So it's like he sh- well he usually like bathes he usually bathes at night like yeah. he'll take his jacuzzi tub because yes. he gets sore from all yeah. his tennis and then in the and then shower and then shower in the morning yeah. so he's a very clean yes. person so his the fact that his environment is so slu- yeah. so messy is just yeah. crazy and, and nice it's messy car. it's Does not keep his dirty. Car clean? You can go in the back of his seat sometime and there'll be a hundred water bottles right right but again is it dirty or is it just messy shit i don't think he's they dirty. don't get any like moldy you don't have, like messy. moldy cups in his room yeah no i don't think so except for that one that you found yeah but since then there hasn't been a also he's not on the game anymore like right. he's been so busy so right. i think that's another thing yes yeah, so that's a big factor you know and now he just takes his dinner or whatever he took his fruit the other day into the bath he eats when he takes his bath that's so cute <laughs> he's that's so what i'm wild. saying like it's it's surprising yeah it's he's not a opposite. reflection yes yeah yeah. Or maybe that's who he is. Maybe he's really just a big slob and, he's and, he, on and he puts on a front because he needs to. <laughs> I don't know. Or that's something that he could take control over. Uh-huh. Maybe. Yeah. That's his thing is like, I can make sure my appearance and I'm good. No one Everything needs to step into my fucking room. It's not even important to me now, right. you know? Right. Because I know if it needed to be, just like Zane. Zane was, went through his slob stage too. And now look, oh, he, he takes care of what he needs to take care of. 
for the most part. <laughs> no, I got, I got him. I got him to a good point. Listen, and it's like ever too. There's sometimes with ever that I'm like, why well, just put that there when you right. could just put it there? And it's like because he's not me and I'm not him. Right. I'm and not like, gonna be up his ass saying ever you need to put right. this in this corner, not I that corner. It. You know, I'm not your mother. I'm not gonna exactly. You know, like I ain't your mother. Yeah. But we have a laundry basket in the bedroom with four sections in it. Mm-hmm. And he'll overflow the first two sections because the last two are only for towels and only for his tennis stuff. He wants to separate it. Oh. But if there's shit on the floor, it's going in the basket. Just because you don't have room, you know? Yeah. But I wake up, I make my side of the bed because I get up earlier and he makes his side of the bed. And it's easy. Just put the fucking blanket up. That's and it. Put the pillows on the bed. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I agree. And I, yeah, I make sure that he keeps his nightstand clean and stuff because that was a big thing. He would always have cups clothes on the floor the socks that's on the, the floor like just me. put it in the basket that's the worst for me yeah. and i never as a child ever ate in my room I, it just yeah we're opposite that way but like your kid all three of them eat in the room right they drink yeah you know mm-hmm. they drink maybe Aaliyah every now and then will take like something in room at night but yeah. it drives me crazy because it's like why yeah. do you need 14 cups anytime I open my thing I'm like Aaliyah you need to clean your room she's like how do you know I'm like I because have no I have cups. no cups <laughs> I have no cups I have those 50 cent Walmart black cups in my room uh-huh. in, yeah. in there there's none none, none. Yeah. zero go I feel clean like your room I've always been the way that I am now I mean maybe my mom would say different I'd have to ask her if she recalls but I'm pretty sure like ever since I was like a teenager I was always obsessed with like organizing and you know, making sure everything was tidy. So I think that's just how I am. I yeah. think you, it's just who you are. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if any amount of when you were little would change it. It could I, influence for sure. You could be like, oh, I remember my mom was like that. Mm-hmm. But then you just are who you are. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not a big deal. Sure, would yeah. it be nice if things were always tidy? Yeah, yeah, but. It's not your room. Just close the door. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's not worth the headache. Because I'm sure you went through the headache for years and then you just gave up, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're like, I don't know. Listen, if I was stricter with them, if there was like you negative consequences, yes. then they would, of course, have developed different right. habits. But also right. they would, be again, because of my situations, I was always much more lenient with them. Yeah. So it was like, because I also believe in it's not a big deal. You know, like mm-hmm. it would be nice, but it's not a big deal. It doesn't change yeah, who like, you people are. People are coming over, clean your room. <laughs> Just show me the things now that it's like when you were younger. People are coming over, clean your room, and it's like the guests when they arrive, they run straight to your door and open it to make sure your room is clean. It's like, mom, no one's going in my room. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. Okay, Miss Ma'am, this one's you. Yeah, this one's you, and it's a long one. So good luck. Good. Ooh, okay, we have two more left. What's poppin' ladies? I'm so glad you decided to do more episodes on this topic. I loved hearing what others had to say, and it made me think about my own parents and future decisions for my kids. I'll preface this with I do not have any kids yet, but one day in the future, I hope to become a mom. My husband and I are currently 25, and similar to Alyssa, there are days I push back the age I plan on having kids. (laughs) Haha, but one day. One day. (laughs) So my parents are divorced, which in itself adds its own struggles, but I want to have to give a takeaway and a throwaway from each parent and household. From my mom, 
Growing up, my mom was very OCD and liked her house very clean. No food anywhere besides the kitchen. Growing up, I never wanted to have sleepovers at my house because my friends and I could never have snacks in my room while we watched a movie. So I would go to my friends' houses instead because there we could eat whatever we wanted in their rooms, drink whatever sodas and juices, etc. And growing up, I always said I want to be the house that hosts. I want my kids' friends to come to our house and feel welcomed and have fun what I'll take. Growing up, my mom always said, we are making memories in the bad moments, the good moments, and everything in between. Anytime we'd go anywhere, my siblings and I would fight in the back seat, and she'd always say, hey, we're making memories. One day, you'll look back and laugh at the three of you being squished in the back seat going to the beach. And she was right. We always talk about those memories now. And I have such a strong family value. I love my family, and I want to make sure that I have a great family structure in the future. That's beautiful. My dad, leave behind. He, my, my dad has four daughters, including myself. I'm the second oldest. And as I was growing up, I'd have he'd have strict rules for me, such as a 10 o'clock curfew in high school. I had to keep the door open when my boyfriend was over, always text him when I was leaving the house and where I was going, paid for my car insurance and phone bill, etc. But as my younger siblings got a little bit older, the rules slowly slipped away with each one. They didn't pay for their own phone. They'd have a 10.30, 11 o'clock curfew. Everyone always jokes that, as your other kids get older, slowly get, you give up on the rules with each one that comes along. And this is true. Takeaway. My dad always pushed me in school and encouraged me to work and get good grades. I worked all throughout high school and I had great worth eth- work ethic. This helped me when I got to college and post-college. I have such a strong work ethic and I believe that it was pushed by him in a way And it was to break me out of my comfort zone and show me that I was capable. And then finally, I just have just a little small takeaway. Growing up, my dad always encouraged me to try new foods. Sushi, tofu, artichoke, salmon, etc. He always said that if you don't like it, spit it out. But you don't know unless Mm -hmm. you try. And I think because of that growing up, I am such a foodie, lol. I will try any food from any culture. And I think it has truly opened my eyes to so many different things. I will encourage my kids to always try. Sorry if this was long. I just wanted it to all make sense. Okay, okay, love you. Bye. Oh my God, fun. Okay, so much to unpack. This is so great. This yes. is very, I love that you did it from both your parents. Yes, let's unpack each one. Okay. Okay, so from the mom, not having snacks in the rooms and everything. And not for nothing, my house was always the safe house. My house always hosted the friends, the parties. Yeah. Everybody, still to this day, Aaliyah is the one. Everybody always comes to my house. And you know what? I will have a messy house to have this. And I'm sure there could be a balance of both. But I know exactly what she means. I hate going or you feel being like you can't present even sit on their fucking couch. You can't sit on their couch. I'm you like, can't dude, put eat in my bed. Bring yeah, the crackers. I don't yeah, fucking care. Like, I don't like no. living it in that environment. No. So it's like once when you were reading this, I'm like, okay, see, that makes me feel happy. <laughs> so yeah, I the get it. The sheets and the and the sheets can be washed, and the fucking carpet can be vacuumed. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and along with that, the making memories. I say that oh my God, all yeah. the time. Yeah. We're making memories. The Some good, of the my bad, the ugly. Memories is when I. I would have sleepovers with my girlfriends and we would eat ramen noodles in my bed within a we would have the giant like plastic cups and we would put our ramen in a cup and we would sit on our bed and, and mom on my bed and we would eat that and then we would eat chips 
and it's i love that and just to have like girlfriend funny chats like sitting in your bed eating ramen at midnight like it was love the best it. yeah love it yeah my mom was oh my mom always which is probably my love of halloween but we always had a halloween party and mm. my girlfriends still will text me or message me during Halloween time, going, oh my God, Jerry. Thinking of remember, you. Remember your mom's Halloween party? Oh. You know, remember your your Halloween parties? You and your mom always had the best party, you know? And uh, it's like those things are so important. And I didn't grow up in that really sterile sort of environment, OCD, yeah, no, clean house. No. And, my and mom I, and my dad eat in the bed and on the couch and stuff. That's probably why I do it. Yeah. And just having her like have growing up with uh, it really, it's okay. It's not that fucking deep. Yeah. It's just nice. Fucking push the crumbs onto the floor. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? You Gives sweep it up. Yeah, exactly. Use a fucking stain remover. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'd rather not like a glass of red wine spilled on my white sheets, but like, you know. Like, and if it does, listen, you worry about it. Yesterday we had Chinese food and I got a little General Tao's fun on my sheets. This is what it is. What it is. <laughs> General Tao's fun. That's not the dish. General Tao's sauce. That's what I meant. Uh, okay. Um, Dad. Um... Oh, the curfews and stuff. This is probably true, right? You get less strict the more kids you have. The first one you're like very protective over. And then the last you're like, yeah, fuck, come home at midnight. I don't care. Well, according to Amani, I used to let him come home at two o'clock in the morning at 17. I swear, I don't know where this kid gets it from. Wait, let me think back. That's so not true. My kids have never had that late of a well, curfew. Well, usually ever. had his friends at your house. That's what I'm saying. So it's never been a 2 o'clock a.m. curfew ever. He still doesn't go out until 2 a.m. Well, now we're getting old. We don't want to be out until 2 a.m. But he's telling Aaliyah <laughs> so that because Aaliyah still, was like, Ma, you know, because Aaliyah does it to me. Well, not recently, but a couple of months ago. When school is still in session, I want you home by 10 o'clock. Yeah, yes. you give them a curfew? Yeah, 10 o'clock. Do you now? Friday and Saturday, different thing. Like, right. come on. No, but even still, I want you home by 11, really? 30-ish. Uh. You know, if it's, she's going to a grad party, it's different. No, she's an adult. She's 18. So technically, she could stay the fuck adult. out. Yeah. But no, come home at a decent time. You're living in my house, you mm-hmm. know? Sure, come home at midnight. You're going to a party. I don't right. care, you know? Um, but I also have the Life 360 on her. And Aaliyah is probably my best child in communication with me. And she understands because I think she's watched me through the years worry about Amani and Zane. Mm-hmm. Like if I couldn't get in touch with them and stuff like that, how I, uh, I'm i a big worrier. You I know? was the worst. I would always forget to text my mom. Oh, I, I still do it now. They're like, text me when you get home. I fucking forget. <laughs> no. Oh, God. I'm the worst. But I think that's why Aaliyah said it. She's like, why don't we just do this this way if I did forget to text you or whatever. But yeah, I she's love that very- Zane made me delete it because apparently like steals your info or something. I'm like, everyone has everybody their fucking else. info. Yeah, everybody has it. I know. But she's she, worried, um, like, he worries like that. Yeah, she... Um, She's very, very good with, uh, okay, we're, we're, you know, if they were, if she's going out with Aaron and they're going to go get dinner and then go to the beach. She's like, okay, we just got to dinner. Okay, we're leaving the restaurant. We're going to the beach. Okay, we're at the oh, beach. Good for her. Like, she always is really good like that. And I think it, it gives her a sense of, like, the more she gives to me, the more she's getting in return. So it's yeah. like if she's if she's showing that she's mature and she can handle it, I'm going to let her stay out that later she's time. Like, I'm going to give her that trust. You, so you can't tell me shit. Yeah. yeah. And I don't. I don't give yeah. her shit at all because she's very, very responsible. Like yeah. that. So I think, you, you know, she's earned a little bit more of that stuff because yeah. I don't have to worry about it. You yeah. know? Yep. Yeah. Um, 
trying the new foods and work ethic and stuff. Love that. Um, 100%. Yeah. I feel like I've always had a really good work ethic. My parents never necessarily like pushed it on me, though, I feel Mm -hmm. like. I think I just like learned it myself. I think that's just who I am, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Um, I always saw my dad was always at work. I never like saw him working because he went to work. Um, And my mom was very lenient on me. She's like, just get good grades. You'll be fine. So she never really pushed me that way. The food thing, though, I love I'm still that way. Like when I'm with Zane, I'm he's hard because of his allergies. But I always will try something. Yeah. Always. And I'm going to have my kids do the same. Yeah. Because like you literally don't know until you try it. Like I hate when people are like, I don't like that. I'm like, have you tried it? No. No. How the no. fuck do you know you don't like it? I mean, you could ask my kids. My biggest thing always was don't knock it till you try it. A hundred percent. If you don't, if you, listen, you never have to try it again. when they don't try shit. I get mad. Yeah. It's try like, it. listen, don't y- try it. If you don't like it, Fine. try it again in a couple of years. Cause yes. you taste, you know, you go, you grow up, you taste what's yes. changed. My daughter said to me, I don't know if you had a piece of the hero for her party. I never had one. Ethan and I, I think, I think my sister threw through, like forced me to eat some when I was like drunk. Uh-huh. She's like, I think you need to have a bite. Yeah. But I was drunk and yeah. I don't remember. Um, but Elias says, mom, let me tell you something about that hero. I said, what? Well, because those were the best tomatoes I've ever had in my entire life. A tomato. She doesn't like them. No, she does, but she can, oh. you know, care for them. But oh. the fact that my child was like, oh, it's the best tomato, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, good. Like, I love that. But same thing. Always try it. If you don't like it, I'm not going to make you eat it. Mm-hmm. Like her dad said, spit it out if you don't like it, but yeah. try it. Try I it. I love tomatoes now. I think it just opened, it broadens, like like she said, not just to food, but in everything. It opens up opportunities to try new things, to understand new cultures or just new people or just everything. Like if you're accepting to try new foods, you're going to be accepting to try a lot of other things. I love you know? trying food. <laughs> I, I will try anything. You know how many times I've tried olives? And I still just, don't like you them. You don't like but olives. But I keep but trying. Because maybe one day you will. You never know. I love olives. I like a lot of things now that I never thought that I would. I like olives. Yes. Yeah. I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> One more. <laughs> okay. Um, trauma breaking. What's popping? Listen, Jerry, let's get into it. I'm a bit behind on the podcast and just listen to the episode where you asked us to write in things that we don't want to, didn't want to do with our children. And oh boy, does my story go perfect with this theme. First and foremost, trigger warning, childhood abuse. Oh, why are we saving one for last? Okay. Damn well, it. listen, it's teaching it is us, what right? It is. Okay. Backstory my childhood wasn't the best. My dad was constantly drunk and high on pills. He also didn't have the best childhood. Not an excuse, just stating the facts. Well, he was extremely abusive when sober, but. Extremely abusive when sober, sober, but drunk high was way worse. Oh. He used to drag my mom through the house by her head of hair and call her every unruly name in the book over literally nothing. I'm the oldest, so I took the brunt of the abuse from my younger siblings. Such as if my sister didn't make her bed correctly, he'd say things like, you should have been watching her, you're the older sister. Usually with some unnecessary name calling in there. 
and followed by a hard smack or even sometimes a punch in the face. Jesus. I can't even count how many times I had to cover a bruise to go to school so that I didn't have to explain my case or have the DCS called because that's always resulted in the worst beatings. My father, if that's what you want to call him, molested me and my sister. He would threaten to kill us at minimum once a week, sometimes once a day. My sister and I lived in fear. No kid should ever live with that. And when I was 14, he tragically took my mother, my mom's, and his own life. Oh, my God. Thankfully, our aunt took us in, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I won't speak for my siblings. She's taught me what love is and what love, and that love wasn't painful. This is just the tip of the iceberg, but hopefully you get the gist. So as far as my baby girl... There's a photo of us attached below. I refuse to let her experience anything but love and compassion. We don't raise voices in our home. My husband and I show her what love looks like. We will never spend the night at any... She will never spend the night at anyone's house so I can protect her from things that I've experienced. My daughter has a platform to tell me if she doesn't agree with something. I did... I... If she... Sorry. My daughter has the platform to tell me if she doesn't agree with something I did without judgment. We we pour so much love into her and strive to be more, sorry, and strive to be the the mom Jerry is. Um, please, oh. giving me that kind of credit is oh. just crazy, but thank you. Um, I'm so, so extremely, sorry. yeah. Oh my that's God. Horrible, horrible. And I'm sorry that you went through it all. I'm sorry the outcome of it all. And well, the outcome was she's very thankful that her aunt right. took her in. So that right. was very No, good. right. So the yeah. end, and obviously yeah. I'm grateful because now you know what love is yes. and unconditional love and everything else like that. I'm sorry yes. about your relationship with your mom and dad and how yeah. all that ended. That was horrible and tragic. Oh. And I don't think anyone should ever have oh. to live through that. Just when you thought it couldn't get worse. And this is what I, this is what we were talking about earlier. What were we talking on air about mental health? We were, yes. but on air, on air, <laughs> on air, <Live. laughs> on air with Alyssa <laughs> and Jerry. <laughs> but this is what we mean about mental health. I mean, that was definitely all mental health related, right? Oh, yeah. Addiction, like all of this stuff. And it should be addressed and not so taboo that people have to be ashamed. And like she said, even covering up bruises to go to school because she would have to hide it. Yeah. Like that's such a horrible way to be. And yeah. I am so happy that you are in a great space. Yeah, you have a beautiful family. You know, like I'm so, so happy that you were able to overcome what you, you know, you grew through what you went through, right? Yes. And, oh, you're You either, beautiful. wait, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Stand a little Yes. Oh, uh, you're a beautiful family. Knock me down, <gasps> bitch. I can Look get back up. Look at your mermaid, daughter. I can't. That picture's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Look at those eyes. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's so, so horrible for what you went through. But it definitely forms who you are today, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm... Yeah, 
I'm proud of you. Me too. I'm very proud of you. Okay, so we ended good. Yeah. Okay, thank you all for writing in. We appreciate all of your emails and you guys even taking the time to write to us. So thank you so much. If you want to, it's Podcast at gmail.com. Send us one. We hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll talk to you all on Thursday. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.